From Warren and NYC, it's Effort, a show based on our live storytelling series where female leaders and entrepreneurs share raw and personal stories of challenges they've overcome in their careers and what they learned in the hustle to achieve success. Effort is brought to you by Warren. We're a mission-based creative agency that empowers women to lead. We produce creative work like marketing campaigns, product branding and packaging, and build online experiences for companies like Marriott, campaigns like Let's Move led by Michelle Obama, and Shark Tank alumni companies like Piper Y and Surprise Ride. Our work is powered by women, and we believe that more women leading companies creates a stronger economy and a more equal world for everyone. So when I knew that everything was going to be okay within just a few minutes after the bombing took place, I did what any woman who was getting her first opportunity to be on television would do in a war zone. I reached for my eyeliner. Hi everyone, welcome to Effort Radio. I'm Nicole Corbett, CEO of Warren. I'm Carolyn Rush, Director of Strategy. And I'm Leela Feldmeyer, Creative Strategist. On this first episode, we're going to hear from Rena Nynan. She's a correspondent for CBS News and an anchor for CBSN. She was previously a reporter for Fox News, where she reported from Egypt, India, Lebanon, Iraq, Libya, and Israel. Rena spoke to a live audience at Effet in New York. You're about to hear her story of what it takes to survive in a war zone and navigate the shoals of network television. Hi, everyone. What a great crowd. Thank you all for coming out on such a rainy uh, evening. Uh, I missed my first Mother's Day, if you can imagine that. Um, a couple years ago, uh, I, you know, I was a Middle East correspondent for Fox News Channel. My son was four months old, and I had convinced myself that Mother's Day was more of a hallmark creation and he wouldn't be a big deal. So instead, I went to Benghazi. <laughs> it was a business trip. I stayed there three weeks. They were close to getting Gaddafi, and as the Middle East correspondent, I was based in Jerusalem. And I felt, you can't be a legitimate Middle East correspondent reporting from Jerusalem when the action is in Benghazi, in Libya. So they sent me to Benghazi. My husband had convinced me that this was the right thing to do, that just because I was a mother doesn't mean I have to check my credentials at the door and not go and do the assignments and take the assignments suddenly that I want to do. Um, and so I went to Benghazi, Libya. Uh, it was May, I think, of 2010, and uh, it was fascinating. It was all the reasons I signed up to be a Middle East correspondent, to show Americans what it's like when you go into a country, uh, to show them the real story of what it's like for the people on the ground in the days of war. And uh, it was fascinating to see 12-year-old boys taking rusty AK-47s, trying to rejigger them to get them to work to fight Gaddafi's people. It was fascinating to see the women, what they do when the men go out to fight and they've got to provide for the family and feed soldiers. It was also hard um, trying to Skype. We, we use this video satellite thing with your son at home when he's four months and you realize that your husband um, is trying to keep the home front um, in order. I went to Benghazi and I realized something about my marriage and my career was that you almost know instinctively the things that you want to do and there was always that voice. I knew I needed to go but I felt like wouldn't it be the worst thing? The people in the newsroom in Jerusalem thought that I just hated motherhood. 
in Israel, you have a year off, fully paid, and you take that year off, fully paid. You don't go to Benghazi. And I could tell all the women in the newsroom just were shocked, and the word was, she really hates motherhood. And I think it took a lot of sort of um, inner will to not listen to those voices of the people telling you that, I know it's not traditional, but that I should stay home and I really shouldn't take this assignment. I went because I felt passionate. And I think one of the hardest things for women sometimes is being bold enough to ask to get something or to do something. I started my career as a producer at Fox News Channel and I really, really wanted to be a correspondent. But looking the way I look, I was told I didn't, wasn't really a good fit at Fox News Channel by a lot of executives, but I kept relenting. And finally, they told me I'd have six weeks. I'd go to Iraq. This was in 2005 to cover the Iraq War. And um, nobody wanted to go to cover the Iraq War. It was sort of over. The story seemed monotonous. All the A-level Christian Amanpours and the people of the world had been covering it since 2003 and it wasn't interesting anymore. Um, so they told me, we're sending you for six weeks. It's the start of the Saddam Hussein trial. And when you come back, you're gonna be a producer. There's just, we just really need a warm body. So I went and on the second day, our hotel was car bombed by Al Qaeda. And I was 25, 26, had never been in a war zone before, never been in any sort of environment like a war zone. Um, and the one thing that really stands out uh, about traveling to foreign countries is the resilience of the people on the ground. There were multiple bombs that happened in 10 minutes and one of the fixers on the ground had told me, it's okay because once you hear the bombs, you know you're alive and it's okay from here on out. Um, I went back into my room and had realized that the entire wall was missing at that point, that there were multiple car bombs that had come through and there was no wall. There was dust everywhere, went into the bathroom, uh, completely, the mirror completely covered in dirt. And they were asking for us to go on air. Mind you, I'd always been a producer and never a reporter. And this was probably my first time on air. And I gotta tell you, I was a little bit nervous because the car bomb came through. <laughs> Didn't think this was the best moment to be uh, starting my reporting career. So when I knew that everything was gonna be okay within just a few minutes after the bombing took place and the fixer had told me that it was gonna be okay because the bombs usually come in a certain succession and he said, by now they're done, they're not, there's no more. I did what any woman who was getting her first opportunity to be on television would do in a war zone. I reached for my eyeliner. <laughs> I put the eyeliner on and I started reporting. And I gotta tell you, it was, it, it was, I don't wanna say amazing, but I think sometimes when your drive matches that moment that you are meant to be somewhere, even if it's a war zone, if it's an office, if it's a business that you've wanted, you know. And it doesn't matter what the circumstance or the difficulties are, it happens. And I think in many ways you're doing the footwork and that part can be the most frustrating of trying to get to that level. Um, and it's depressing, it's hard. You feel like nobody believes in you. But I remember a, um, an anchor for Fox News Channel, Kelly Wright, I was covering the campaign trail with him. 
I just remember telling him this is what I want to do. I kept making tapes and asking his opinion. And he was such a positive ray of light in encouraging me. And I think that's one of the things that you're going to have the people, especially if you have a good idea, you're going to have people tell you, it's really a dumb idea. The market's saturated. You're not going to make it. It's really more people are going to tell you that than the people who actually tell you that there's a reason why you're going to come through the other line, the other side, and do well. And I think while those voices might be far and few, you've got to learn to hang on to those voices. Uh, I finished my six-week stint, and as I said, I would come back and be a producer. But two days into the reporting assignment in Baghdad, I got a call from uh, an executive at Fox who said that Roger Ailes um, would like to meet with me. And um, we ended up very quickly, uh, lawyers um, created a contract, and they promoted me to reporter. Um, and it was, I wasn't blonde, I didn't fit the profile, uh, but it was an incredible opportunity that they gave me. Um, and I feel in many ways in this industry, whether it is in television news or the corporate world, there are just not enough women at the top of these organizations who can reach out and understand the path of another woman, but also make those choices in a company or a news organization. It's very different from the way a man might do it. But at the same time, I think it's also important not to isolate these men because there were so many men, like Kelly Wright, who made a huge difference. The rays of light, um, that really changed the course of where I could have ended up in my career. I missed another Mother's Day. It was last year. Um, Princess Charlotte was born. I was in London. It wasn't Benghazi. Um, I now have two kids. I Skyped with them from Facebook. Um, I, Skyped with them, I Skyped with them when I was away. And while I know that I missed another Mother's Day and it's a difficult battle of sort of juggling work, your personal life, and the expectation of others, I don't apologize that I'm at work. I don't make excuses that I really enjoy what I do. I enjoy spending the time. And I don't feel I owe it to anyone to carry guilt. I know I'm where I need to be. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the first episode of F It Radio. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. That'll help us to share these stories with women around the country who could also benefit from hearing other women's experiences. You can also write to us directly at fit at warren.nyc. That's F-I-T at W-O-R-N dot N-Y-C. If you'd like to work with Warren on a creative project, from branding and packaging to strategy and video production, Effit, drop us a line at effit at warren.nyc. If you live in DC or New York City, or have a friend that you'd think would benefit from attending Effit, you can come see these stories in person, meet the storytellers, and meet incredible women just like you to support you and your hustle. Effit is completely free, and you can sign up on our website at WORN.NYC forward slash 
Effit Radio. That's warn.nyc forward slash F-I-T radio. Our show is produced by Carolyn Rush, Nicole Corbett, and Leela Feldmeyer with sound recording and mixing by Nicholas Quasi Heard. Effort may cause side effects such as quitting your job, asking for a raise, following your dreams, supporting other women, raising money, uncontrollable honesty, and extreme confidence.